On this episode of Missouri Catfish, we talked to 2023 West Johnson Memorial Catfish Tournament winners Eric Harmon, Josiah Gordon, and Trevor Stowers. I'm your host, Cliff Thornburg. Shove off with us and let's get started. Telling stories by the fire, cicadas are singing like a thousand piece choir. And then Dad says, Did you hear that? That's the sound of an Appaloosa cat. Bite. back it is july 23rd i'm your host cliff thornburg our contact information is missouri catfish podcast at gmail.com you can find us on facebook instagram and twitter it has been a lot of fishing the last couple weeks the spawn is all but in the books missouri department of conservation has been catching blue cats, channels, and flatheads in their sampling trawl for going on five weeks. So, as with any fish, there will be oddball fish kind of spawning probably throughout the summer and fall, but but it's all over for any substantive uh, purposes. Going back to the West Johnson Memorial Catfish Tournament, this is my favorite tournament of the year because it's in Brunswick. It's for a good cause. There's lots of cool prizes. And the results of that are first place, 80.5 pounds with Eric Harmon, Josiah Gordon, and Trevor Stowers. They are our guests on today's podcast. And second place, 78.10 pounds with Daniel Jacobs and Gabby Jacobs. Good to see a young person in the boat. Third place, 71.8 pounds with Danny Wilson, Gerald Wilson, and Ben. Fourth, 71.4 pounds, Dale Smith. Fifth, 65.8 pounds with Clinton Angie Hussey. Sixth, Galen and Kelly Broyles, 57.9 pounds. Seventh, 46.8 pounds, Garrett Ray and Daryl Pegalo. Eighth, 34.15, Angie, Michael Stover, Kevin Niermeyer. Ninth, 27.10 pounds, James Smith and Cody. Tenth, 26.5 pounds, Waylon Wright, Hunter Wright, and Flynn McDowell. Eleventh, 28, 21.8, Kyle Leslie and J.D. Lasseur. Twelfth, with 14 pounds, Jake Miller and Isaac Menace. And Jake Miller just got a new boat. I met him. It has a pony engine in it on it kicker motor which i always find really awesome and he seems like a cool guy so good luck with your new boat and it it looks good 13th with 12.4 pounds hunter smith clayton smith 14th with nine pounds sean willie and Derek. 15th 8.13 casey Patton and bobby copas i'm guessing and 15th for 16th that's us, Doug Jaquies, Jim Grodewell, 
Cliff, myself, Farron, and Finley Thornburg, 2.13 pounds. And I think the rest of these are just fighting for smallest fish. There's a smallest fish pot. 17, 13 ounces, Billy, Tyler, and Oakland Grimes. 18, 13 ounces, Ken Kaysen and Kyle Woods. And 19th, two ounces, I would like to have seen this fish. Two ounces, just a tiny fish caught by Shane Wyatt, David Davidson, and Cameron Davidson. Thank you for everyone that showed up. It is really awesome. I just, I'm just so happy with the results and what a cool thing. It was a, a great night, not for us, obviously, but it was a good night. And we'll hear more from the winners who managed to get it done. And I'm going to read off the sponsors because that is what helps make this tournament so cool is all the door prizes at the end. You can be fishless all night and go home with a fishing rod or, like our kids, a Whisker Seekers bait cutter knife. All kinds of cool things. It's just really cool. And is it possible you can get someone to sit in the back of a, in the bottom of a boat during a thunderstorm, clinging to the warm thought that they may catch a lucky break at the door prize and win something? Maybe. So, TPAC screening. Catch the Fever Rods, MFA Hail, Missouri, Siding Strickers out of Chillicothe, Hooker's Terminal Tackle, O'Reilly out of Chillicothe, Macy's Fishing Finds out of Chula. Thank you to them. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Chillicothe. Ag Power out of Carrollton, Arnold's Boat and Tack Tackle, Whisker Seeker Tackle. Jenkins Propane out of Tyna, Napa, Brunswick, Little Hurricane Creek Farms, Sensenick Jewelry out of Chillicothe, Brickhouse Farms, Calvert Labs, Jason and Heather Calvert, the Brickhouse Farms was Dwight and Cindy Harper, Kaler Homes, Shane and Becky Harkins, BTC Bank out of Carrollton, Agri-Service Brunswick, Michael Brockmeyer Farms out of Tyna, Jerry and Cindy Jones, JJ Marine out of Quincy, Illinois, JR Repair, John and Kathy Ray, Greg and Tammy Cooper, Cooney's General Store, Sumner, Chillicothe, Iron and Steel, Wyatt's Bait and Tackle, Shane Wyatt donated a bunch of Skipjack and Shad for people, which I thought was really cool, and... Need to see something before you go that, that might help you. So I love that. Mulch's Country Mart, Carrollton, Vicki Anderson, and David and Cynthia Harkey. Thank you, thank you to the sponsors. We could not do it without you. It is awesome to win. It's awesome to go. If you did not go this time, put it on your calendar for next time. You can camp with the family there. Even if you don't want to fish all night, like... Sane people often do not want to do. Come for the weigh-in. Come eat breakfast there. We encourage it, and we love to see everybody out. Now, this is our guest segment. We are going to... We interviewed all three of the winners of the West Johnson Memorial Catfish Tournament. 
And we did it in a little different format because all of us live in Salisbury. We all got together in Josiah's small basement room. And I don't know if the end product better, worse. I know sometimes the acoustics were a little hard to pick up. But I really enjoyed it. It it was a lot of fun for me with just one device picking up everything. And I didn't have to worry about the technical aspects of it, of a phone and meeting up. So we had a good time. I hope you enjoy this. Without further ado, here's your West Johnson 2023 tournament winners, Eric Harmon, Josiah Gordon, and Trevor Stowers. This Benthic broadcast is brought to you by Easy Clips Culling System, which you can purchase directly from their Facebook page or from Tackle Bandits. For sponsorship, advertising, or any other kind of promotional information, please email the podcast at MissouriCatfishPodcast at gmail.com or message our Facebook page, Twitter, or Instagram. And then we're here with Eric Harmon, who got asked today if he was part of the senior meal deal because he's got gray hair. He does have gray hair. And then we're also here with uh, Trevor Stowers, a.k.a. Chode, what everybody else on the river knows him by, and then myself, Josiah Gordon, new to fishing. What is the origins of chode, if it's appropriate? It's not appropriate. (laughs) Okay, moving on. All right, so you all seem like an unlikely team together. So how did you all, I guess I'll go around, how did you get started first, Eric? I've been fishing for quite a while, and Josiah just randomly texted me and told me he was fishing the tournament with me. We were actually at your 4th of July party, and uh, you've been telling me that I need to get in and start fishing river because I do like I, I do a lot of like trot lining, uh, bank pole fishing. Like and that's just kind of what I grew up on the smaller creeks. Grew up doing on the smaller creeks, and you kept telling me, you know, get in this tournament. You know, you got a boat, you can at least stay in the ground. Blah 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 blah. And honestly, I was like, eh, screw it. I'm tired of Cliff hounding me, so. Eric was sitting there, so I was like, Eric, you, you fishing in that tournament? And he said, well, I can, I guess, if you want to. And so we decided to do it, and I texted Chode because I know he'd been fishing on the river way more than I have. So I figured I'm going to sleep all night. At least somebody else can man the reel while I'm sleeping. And he, uh, he got into catfishing thanks to me. I wouldn't say that. He's a big crappie guy. Took him, took him on the river one time. We caught a bunch of flathead and blue cat, and he said, "I'm addicted to, I'm addicted to catfishing now." So he gave up the crappie fishing. Well, no, I wouldn't say he gave up. Well, I mean, put it to the side. Yeah. He told us before it started, if they have scales, it's bait. So <laughs> <laughs> that was not used <laughs> this past weekend. So. You all won the West Johnson Memorial Tournament, which had a lot of good anglers in it. That's an all-night tournament in Brunswick. Did you, how did it come together for you all? Well, I basically went to a spot where I'd been catching a few fish. And luckily, whenever we got there, they 
there was a couple on the graph that I thought were pretty decent fish. And by 8 o'clock, we caught one of them. And the other one never got to bite, though. So, Which, thankfully, Eric knows what a graph is because he's pointing stuff out on that thing that I... I mean, it looked like getting on a rocket for the first time. You know, I had no idea what I was looking at. And he was like, oh, this is a fish here. That's a fish there. That's a log. That's a fish. And so that, I definitely learned a lot for sure, just from fishing with Eric. And that was one of the, I've been fishing with Eric. That was the third time on the river with him, like in my lifetime. And I didn't do much <laughs> at all, but. So, question, did you all see a lot of trash? Because where we were fishing at times, we had quite a bit of logs and, and things like that. I actually moved a spot about 11 o'clock that I really wanted to fish. And mm -hmm. I sat there for probably an hour and a half, two hours, while Josiah and Trevor slept, <laughs> until about a 25, 30-foot tree came by the boat and made me a little nervous and got the hell out of there. And, yeah, well, I had fallen asleep. I had a, a terrible headache. And uh, like you, I was, I had children with me. <laughs> and I just, the whole stress of the whole thing. And I had to lay down for a minute. And uh, Doug, the cat snatcher, said we got spooled, but I think it was a log. And he thought it was a log. But you can't see out there, you know. And there was just too much trash. I, I kind of like to fish quite a bit of current and i just couldn't in a couple spots <laughs> it was well the uh, haze you know that smoke they we looked it up and they said it was from the smoke from canada is what that haze was you know saturday night or saturday evening you know it was kind of like really yeah i thought it was going to get really bad weather wise so did i but it didn't and then there was fog um sunday morning too which it wasn't as bad as what they were calling i didn't think so either and did you all fight the mayflies or whatever those things were? Oh my because gosh. did we ever? <laughs> so when I decided to take a quick nap, um, I was like, it was dark, you know. So I was like, oh, I'm just gonna lay on the floor. I laid down there for like thirty minutes, probably. I was like, good gosh, I thought down here in the belly of the boat would be, you know, out of the way and the bugs wouldn't be bothering me. And oh my, everything was crawling up my legs and. Of course, I wore shorts and a t-shirt. I didn't really prepare. And finally, I got up and I turned the light on. I looked down there and I mean, the floor was just moving. I was like, well, that was definitely the wrong place to sleep. But yeah, they were really bad. I mean, I want to say on his back lights on his boat, those blue lights or whatever. I mean, it was like six to eight inches deep of mayflies just everywhere. I brought a bunch home with me. They were on the porch when I... It's terrible. Do you swallow any? Probably a little, a few. Yeah. Especially when I was asleep. So it was a tournament. It was a long tournament because you could put in five about and it went until nine because of the fog. They extended the time. How did you all use your time up until when you could fish? Well, I drove around. And looked for a fish for probably an hour. It was probably 5.30 before I actually got on the water. And we just done a bunch of graphing for an hour. And we actually probably got set up 20 minutes before and just waited till the time. And 
got the poles in the water pretty quick when the time hit. And then you, you move several places. Yeah, we moved four places throughout the whole entire tournament. Our main spot that we wanted to go to, we were going to go up there at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. That's what we planned on doing. And that this was after we'd already caught the first the first fish. What was it? 31, 31. pounds. 31 pounds. So we stayed there a little longer because, like you said, there was two on the graph. So we were hoping we could you know catch that other one. And... I'm not going to say it was that fish, but there was definitely another fish there that was messing with us. And we never could get it to, you know, catch. And uh, so then we decided to move to this other spot that we had grabbed earlier, or Eric grabbed earlier that night. And pulled up there and his freaking boat. I mean, it's almost like that. Like Eric said, he was telling his brother, he's like, it's almost like they got my Jeep or GPS out of his fish finder and just went straight to that point. Which, you know, that's that's part of it. That's what makes it tough you know so then we then we really didn't know what we we're gonna do it just kind of was like well we'll just go to some other spots that i have fished you know in the past and had good luck at so that's kind of what we did sub question not giving names did the boat that was there do you know if they caught any fish there it was dark i don't know who was actually on that spot it looked like it was about a 40 long 40 foot long boat with some kids and stuff on it i'm not sure i don't think you were fishing where we were (laughs) no i didn't recognize the boat i i really didn't i didn't that happens a lot you'll have a spot in mind and sometimes it's a blessing in disguise you'll go somewhere else and catch them so so that spot was blown and then you didn't have any backups didn't really have any backup plans. I had a few ideas of what I wanted to do, but no really backup plan or backup spots. I just tried to follow the graph and let it be the guide. Do you get disoriented out there, driving around slowly at night? It was once or twice you got a little disoriented. <laughs> there was one time I was headed back towards the other bank because I was a little, little off. But we got squared back up and back to where I needed to be. I mean, I'm normally, like, my inner <clears throat> compass is normally pretty good. But if it would have been for, the like, the current, like, seeing the current, I would have had no clue where we were at all. Well, my finder, if it if I go slow enough and the current's taking you, it'll flip. And it'll flip, and then you can't see where you are, and then it's just, it, it could be, it's much better if you're on a stretch of river that you know, at least. So you had this 31-pounder, and then what happened? A lot of sitting. A lot of poles not moving. So we had the first fish at 8 o'clock in the evening on it Saturday. It was even before 8, wasn't it? Or was it? 8 o'clock on the dot. Yep, well, we had it in the boat at 8 o'clock on the dot. And uh, we really didn't have much bites between there and 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock, everybody was asleep in the boat, had the bait clickers on, and or uh, inside pole went off and ended up being a 40 pounder and quite the fiasco <laughs> so i was tucked up underneath like the passenger side what do you call that? console console and it was kind of <clears throat> tough for me to get out and so eric being the good guy that he is was like well he's gonna if you know his side goes off he's, it's gonna be tough for him to get out of there and like you know get it so he set up his chair looking towards my side with his side being right over his back left shoulder. And uh, 
just in case, you know, well, his side is the one that went off, naturally. He's the one that caught the first fish, too. And so, which is I'm good. sure that's coincidence. It was, I mean, it was coincidence. It, either way, in my opinion, I mean, obviously from the, from the ending of the tournament, we ended up winning it. It's a good thing because I don't have that much experience, little to none experience on, as far as, like, hooking and reeling a fish in on the river. Bass fishing, crappie fishing, you know, whatever. Yeah, that's that's a different story. But as far as actually being on the big muddy, I, I mean, zero, pretty much. So if it would have been my pole, more likely it wouldn't have, we wouldn't have got it. So it was a good thing. But I hear, I hear him like jumping up and like, you know, like knocking stuff over. And I'm, I'm thinking because he, had, the last time, last thing I remember, we're moving because this big tree was floating down the middle of the river and almost hit us. So that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, crap, you know, another tree's coming or we hit something or whatever. So I raise up real quick, you know, trying to jump up, see what's going on, smack my head off that console, kind of like, you know, take a step back. You're like, gosh, dang, you know, what did I just do? And then I, was, Eric's like, oh, fish, 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 you know. So he reels down on it, which, you know, we're all three quarters asleep and he, you thought you lost it. You're like, well, crap, you know, I think it got off. And I'm like, you know what? You know, I'm still trying to figure out what's going on. And uh, about that, he's got his headlamp on. I clicked mine on. And uh, about that time, his his string starts going across to the other ones. He's like, he's like, oh, he's it's still on. So he reeled down hard, real hard. And he's like, yep, I got it. So I grabbed the net. And I mean, picture perfect, exactly what you wanted to do. Just come right up on this side of the boat, I stood, stood on the back side and waited till it breached the water and dipped her out, pulled her in, and it was a big fish, 40, 40, 40 on the dot or 42 or something like yeah, that. 40 on the dot. Did it tangle with the other rods? No. Nope. Not bad. The, the first one tangled more than... The first one was worse than the second one. third one was worse than all of them. And... Where was Chode doing all this? Still sleeping? I don't even know if he woke up. <laughs> yeah, he was standing up on the front deck. He well, was watching. I heard, I heard some shouting for a minute, and then I looked up, and then he was like, oh, I think I lost it. And then I was like, oh, I'll lay back down, lay back down. And then next thing I know, like, nope, still on there. And then I was just kind of, well, I was sitting, I was at the front of the boat, so I was just kind of watching, see how it played out. Now, at any point in all of this, Eric, when you have these two, you take them on your boat, and all this stuff. And they're just sleeping the whole night. Is there any resentment there? Like, why am I with these guys? No, no resentment. I like fishing by myself, so it kind of was like fishing a crowded boat by myself. Is what it was like. A crowded boat by yourself. Yes. Like off a jet ski or something. Yeah, it's like fishing a jet ski with two other people on it. Like, yeah. He texted me earlier that week, and he was like, you know, whatever you need to bring, we're going to try to, you know, compact it all in a small cooler so that way we don't have you know he don't have the biggest boat on the water he don't have a boat like you you know you can't pack the whole family up and still have room to play golf on the boat so we're you know we're already kind of crowded anyway so he's got i don't know like a 65 quart cooler or something like that set between us plus this chair that he's laying in well that's not near big enough for you is it no 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 i was hungry all night snacking all night too Hell, I spent fifty dollars at Casey's just <laughs> preparing, you know, trying to trying to stay hungry or stay uh, stay not hungry, I guess. And um, anyway, he had texted me earlier that earlier that week. It was like, yeah, you know, uh, just so you know, this is probably gonna be a donation. And I was like, I was like, hey, I said, Cliff's been talking to me about getting in a tournament. I said, I don't care. 
say, I just want to do it at least once, say I did it and be done with it. And then I got lucky. I mean, that's all it, you know, that's all it comes down to, really. The Titanic would get small if you don't pack correctly. There's just not enough. Is that what you call you, your boat? No, it just, you, you have to be very conscious of it because if you just let everything splay out, you you got trouble. They don't build them big enough. That's kind of how it was towards the end, but not, you know, it's just stuff everywhere, but we still made it work. Just kind of. You're yeah. tired by the end. You should pick up all that stuff. Oh, the... I was good. I got like six hours of sleep on the boat. <laughs> I was tired. I got 30 minutes. <laughs> I got a one-year-old at home that still sleeps with us, so she's kicking me in the head and stuff at home. So I was like, I was telling him, I said, I'm sorry, but that was like the best sleep I've gotten in months. <laughs> Uh, so where'd you get the last fish? Because the last fish really separate. I mean, you all what? I don't know. Would have been in fourth. You wouldn't have even placed would without even that placed last, last fish. So what happened there? I knew we needed more fish. I didn't think two was gonna get it. So I set up on another spot where I'd caught fish before, and Josiah here kind of got antsy on me and missed one. Yeah, I did. But about ten minutes later, Joe and he reeled down and got one, and that was just the right amount. Perfect amount. So at 7 o'clock, Eric had put this new, I don't know, whatever you call it. Was it was oxygen. I put oxygen on the boat. For his live well. I guess that's yeah, brutal. It, I don't know. It is. Okay. I'm not sure exactly what I was doing or how to use it. It was his first time doing it, so he was kind of like, you know, it's kind of a shot in the dark. You know, hopefully that, and I didn't realize that, yeah, this is my first tournament, so I didn't know what the heck was going on. So I didn't realize that. The fish had to be alive to weigh in. Right. So he was like, that's kind of what this is for. He's like, more than likely, we're probably not going to, um, was it the first fish or second fish that started dying? Second, of the second fish that started fish. dying. And it was four, so it was in there for three hours. About three hours, two and a half, three hours. And started, you know, rolling over. And Eric was like, you know, I don't, I don't really know what's going on. And so... He was like, what do you guys think? And I was like, you're the captain in charge. We're just here for the ride. So he said, well, I think we better book it up there and at least get these two weighed in just in case, you know, something does happen. And so we had, I don't even know where we were on the river. I couldn't tell you, but we had drove back to Brunswick, weighed the fish in so that, you know, they counted. And at that time, there was, there was a guy that had a 60, 65.8 fish on the table already, you know, on the board. So we're thinking, you know, we're just out having fun at this point, you know, which we, we, we were the whole time, but, so I was like, I'm not, you know, we didn't really get too excited, but Eric was like, you know, we need, we need to catch more fish. We definitely need some more pounds. And, and we pulled up to that other spot and got lucky. That's a crazy thing. You never know. Like 200 pounds might not win it. 20 pounds might win it. Uh -huh. it it's just crazy. And, and it only takes one fish to turn it completely around that's what it was nine pound fish change mm -hmm. went from i think we would have been tied for fourth to winning it nope. i mean who, who would have thought so you got those fish released safe and healthy and then you came back and got that last fish and then called it a day nope. pretty much gotcha well i mean we, we we tried to fish until eric said where we're at, he said, at 8.15, we're for sure, we're leaving. We're going back, you know, with or without a fish. Well, we like he said, we weren't there 15 minutes, and I had already missed one, and 
he got one in. And right there, where we were at, we were fighting the brush more than ever. I mean, it was, felt like every five minutes we were reeling back in, you know, re throwing back out there just because of the logs and sticks and just all, all that all stuff trash. above your swivel. You got to pick all that grass or whatever. Yeah, what do you call it? Dog hair or dog something? Hairs, what yeah, I dog hair. Terrible, and that's where where they are a lot of times, so it's just part of it. Yeah, pretty fun. So did y'all have any takeaways from it? Did you learn anything? or? Oh my gosh, I learned how. I mean, I wouldn't say that I know exactly how to read a fish finder. I mean, I don't have a fish finder at all, but it definitely helped. Like, me and Joe fish a lot together, and so he's got one, and... Yeah, I didn't even know what a fish looked like on it till Eric told me. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's what a fish looks like. He's had it for a year. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's very, the crazy thing on the river, and I think lakes are completely different, but you can look at a lot of water and not point to a catfish. Yeah. So if you don't know what you're doing either, it's even tougher because right. you're just covering so much water and then you find one. Mm -hmm. Maybe it is. Um, did y'all see many fish? Because we didn't see a lot of fish. Not really. Like I said, that first spotographed a couple fish. Mm. I think we caught one of the two there. There might have been a few others down below it. But well, that spot that you graphed the first time, there was a lot of fish there. There were several fish on the first spot that some other boat had set up on before we got to it. And then whenever we caught that 40, I felt like I graphed a couple fish there, but it was three or four hours before it bit. Same, if it was the same fish, who knows if it was or not. Sure, sure. Well, that's good. That's a lot of a lot of fun, and it's it's even, you all won the tournament, and there's even hours and hours and hours of, you kind of have to just hang in there. You, I mean, it would have been easy to go home at some point there. Very well, could have. Yeah, I thought we probably would have been sleeping as well as I was. It would have made the night a lot longer, but I don't know if I got six hours sleep, but I definitely got five. It was probably closer to six. <laughs> closer to Did y'all listen to the radio at all when you're there? No. Yeah, a little For like bit. the last 30 minutes, he was like, oh, I got radio on the boat. I was like, oh, that could have put me to sleep last night. I, I don't listen to the radio. Of course, you didn't need it, but no. I was in the last of the Royals, lose, and then... Didn't listen at all after that. You're probably used to that, though. Well, I am used to that, yeah. After the 40-pound fish, Josiah went back to sleep, <laughs> and then we moved spots, and he didn't even wake up whenever we moved spots. I, hey, I had a rough week. And if you fall asleep after catching a 40-pounder, 40, 40 Josiah, I don't know if there's much help for you there. He stood up and he goes, <laughs> we moved spots? Go, yeah, yeah. How long ago? A little bit. The main thing is, though, is I think that there's a lot of anglers out there that probably lose fish when it comes to netting, and I was two for two, first try both times. <laughs> I mean, perfect technique. So, I mean, if anybody needs any lessons on that, I can definitely yeah. go in there. But I think that's where a lot of the trot lining comes in, you know, because when you're, when you're running a trot line, you have to know how to net a fish or else you're going to lose it because you, you can't let any slack, you can't let them jump can't let him slap so i think that's what helped me on that part and that was probably the only thing that eric was glad i was even there <laughs> he did do a good job on the net i'll give him credit so for he's that. A, a sleeping netsman 
So, you know. I mean, he caught two fish, he caught one fish, and I netted all three. So, can't, uh, I think that's a teamwork, teamwork. Yeah, for sure. So, do you have any, the three of you, I'll just ask you all, do you have any future plans of fishing or catfishing tournaments or anything? Josiah told me he was one and done. <laughs> I mean, when you win the championship, you don't need to go back. Right? I, mean, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride off in the sunset on a high note. No, I will definitely. You know, Eric, I like, I like going out and fishing, you know, just weeknights or whatever with Eric, and he's been telling me that I need to come out there with him during the winter, so I'm definitely going to do that for sure. I don't know if I'm going to go out there and stay all night till 9 a.m. or 10 a.m. like we did, but. Well, it's, it's a lot more than that because I, you know, catching bait, scouting fish, you probably weren't in on any of that. No, I mean, that's that's the thing. I mean, Eric, you know, our our names are on it, but really, you got to give it all to Eric. I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I mean, he, he went and, well, he's got the experience on the river. He uh, went and caught the bait. Um, he had his own bait, too. He had the poles. He had the boat. He put the gas in the boat. We did buy the entry. Um and he also put the boat in. So I couldn't, I was going to be late. I was running late and Chode had showed up to my house and I was, I had to get my daughter ready for this princess thing for something at the St. Joe picnic. And so that was at four 30 and Eric was like, well, I'm leaving town at four 30. And I was like, I'm just going to have to drive myself over there. And Chode was running late. So he just, he drove with me. And by the time we got over there, he already had the boat in, which not that I didn't want to help him, but he did he got the boat in by himself. And I think you're misconstruing it. You almost got left. Oh, I know. I know. I was told that. Because <laughs> I talked to Aaron. Yeah. Was, he was on the deadline. <laughs> I think it was like 5.09. I pulled in. I, I saw you, Cliff, and I was like, have you seen Eric? He's like, uh, he said you got like two minutes to get down to the boat, and he's leaving. <laughs> and I was like, I can't take any more children on my boat. You're just going to have to go home if, if you don't catch me. Yeah, I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> so, Josiah, you... It seems like you have a lot of beginner's luck. Are you back into winning stuff? Do you feel that way? Um, I mean, you got to. Like, I mean, who the heck? I mean, how many people fish these things? They've been doing it then their entire, I'm going to say their entire lives, but they've been doing it a long time and maybe don't even place. I mean, then you go show up and, I mean, it's on my part is 100% luck. Either that or I just picked the right, right guy to put on the river with. I mean... Yeah, the right Harmon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For that day. That's what I told. I told you're only as good as your last finish here. Yeah, so I told uh, I told Jared. I said, if you need any lessons, let me know. I can <laughs> show <that one> first. <laughs> he said, What's the key? I said, Apparently, sleep. <laughs> you gotta be well rested to win those things. Yeah. Well. Yeah, there are a lot of good fishermen in that. I mean, Galen. Saunder, I mean, there are lots of good fishermen. Yeah. You, and it tells you that the fishing was pretty tough, I think, for the weights. I mean, oh, I mean for 80 pounds to win it. That's, 80 that's pounds, crazy. which is, would be good on a lot of lakes. But there, if you would have told me before that tournament, I would have said 80 pounds does not win this. I mean, wasn't the biggest fish caught last year more than 80 pounds? Wasn't it 90-something? Or am I thinking wrong? No, we had a 63-pounder last year, and it was not the biggest fish. Yeah. We got second place with, I don't know, around what you all got. But yeah. the first place had a lot of fish. They, they had nice fish and a lot of fish. 
So that's just the way it goes. Sometimes it's it, it's a lot. You, what's crazy, and Harmon, you can correct me on this, but with catfishing, you can do a lot of the right things, I feel like, and the results aren't there. I don't know a whole lot about fishing either, but it seems like what I've learned and what I know, you can go do it a hundred times and you might catch fish there ten times and the other ninety times you might struggle. It's, it's just fishing, I guess. I mean, after after we caught the first fish, or Eric caught the first fish, I asked him, I was like, I mean, honestly, I said, is it like more times than not, do you not catch a fish when you come out here? He's like, oh, a hundred percent. He's like, very rarely do you like, not saying, I don't want to make people like not want to go because that's not the case at all. Because I love it. I just, I'm not too into the tournament things because it's, you know, pretty stressful. But like, you're not going to, just because it's Missouri River and there's a lot of fish on it, you're not just going to put a boat in, not have any idea what you're doing and go out and catch fish. Like if I, if I would have done that by myself or like I was going to talk to my father-in-law, he's got a fish river boat. And that's who we set, you know, we set lines. But if I was going, if we were going to get in that tournament, I mean, we probably wouldn't have had a bite. And I, and I honestly mean that. Like, I, I would have had zero idea. Because you're not, you, I, I learned so much. And you're not, you don't fish the same spots. And, and maybe I'm wrong, but I didn't feel like that we fished the same spots that you would fish if you're going to put a bank pole in or a trout line. I don't think. And maybe I'm wrong about that. That's just from what I got from it and from where I saw other people fishing as well. I mean, it's just a whole different ball game. Yeah, and it's not like bass. Like, if you go bass fishing, everybody catches a few fish. Right. You know, the, the best ones, you know, there's separation. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, everybody's catching fish or crappie fishing or even lake cat fishing most of the time. I mean, everybody's catching a few fish. In the river, I feel like is is not that is not the case that you you can go all night and not have a fish and not that's the frustrating part. You can look back on it and not really if you keep a log, maybe it's easier, but not really know what you did wrong. It is kind of the the tough part to me. Yeah, I mean, it can definitely wear on you. I would say. But like I said, this is the third time that me and Eric had been fishing together on the river. And it's the second time. The first time we went, we didn't catch anything. I don't even know if we had a bite. The second time, we we did catch... Caught a couple like, the second time. Yeah, a couple. And I actually did catch one that time, reeled it down and everything. But they were nothing like a 30-pounder. I mean, I, I want to say a couple 15-pounders maybe. Yeah. Maybe less than that. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, that... Just going three times and catching, you know, not the, not very many fish. And all you ever, you know, you don't ever hear the people that say, "Oh yeah, you know, I went on the river and didn't catch anything." All the time you ever hear people talk about fishing on the river is when they catch something, right? And it's just so it's kind of like mis uh, misguided almost because it's kind of like I don't know, you just don't expect it because you think there's so many fish in that river, there's so many people that fish it. How can I go and fish this thing and not catch a single fish? So I could, I wasn't, I was not honestly expecting to catch a fish when we went. And that is nothing against Eric or Chode. It's just, it's just the river. I mean, that's how it is. That's kind of my mindset. Maybe that's the wrong mindset to have going. Yeah, into well, it. I mean, I think that's honest. You all weren't with Bobby Copas. I mean, it was just a, a dart throw here. 
Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not like I'm kidding. It's not like we have. I mean, but you're kind of right too. You know, it's not like we have. You know, Eric didn't know how I was going to net the fish. You know, he had no idea. He was thinking. He was probably thinking. You know, God damn it! I hope he doesn't miss this fish because it's a nice fish. Yeah, you know, breached the water, and you could tell that it was a good sized fish. So he's probably. You know, he cussed me up and down, and I would have been pretty mad at myself too if I missed it. But, yeah. I mean, you gotta have. There's gotta be a little bit of mesh and glue there too. You know, whenever you're fishing on the river, especially if it's just two of you. Any of your all's classmates fish it besides you all? I didn't have any classmates fishing it, but I know. No, I did have a classmate that had lines on the river that that day. He put some lines in. He, I think he was just sitting on the ground though. Huh. Um, I don't know. Well, there are several Sheridan River, Sheridan County people in it. I was just curious. I don't think yeah. I knew anybody other than his brother and Blake and then Brad and Wampus. I think that was the only two I knew. Huh. So you have any future tournaments you're doing? I don't know. I'm sure I'll fish one. Pops up here and there. I usually fish them that are local at least. So I know there's the big one down at Glasgow coming up in August. I don't know if I'll fish it or not, but there's a chance I'll be down there. Might depend on what you find on your graph. That's all if I catch any fish between here and there. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. Are you going to fish it? No, probably not. I, I guess it'll just see what comes up. I'm kind of re-gearing already. We'd started fishing some of them, you know, like the points and stuff, and we didn't. We weren't competitive, and I'm just kind of re-gearing for next year already. It's uh, takes a lot to finish those guys up at the top week in and week out it's very tough they're good and they there's just so much i'm still not recovered from this tournament it sounds crazy but i'm still our kid got poison ivy got off on a dike got a bunch of poison ivy on him had to go to the hospital doing holy yeah it it just it just never ends and um you know when you work and stuff on top of it it, it's just it's a very demanding it takes your whole weekend and more before and after yeah i think oh 100 percent. i definitely agree like sunday i wasn't i wasn't that bad but you know like eric heck he got half an hour of sleep maybe and then went home took a shower and tried to go coach baseball baseball all sunday I mean, I couldn't have done that. I'm sure he was the cheery coach he should be. I was. Very, <laughs> very cheery. Uh, geez. Anything else we want to talk about? Any, Anything? Yeah, I want to know, like, for, for you, so what is it like going from, because you have your commercial fishing license, right? Yes. So what is it like going from that to where it's so... I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. So kind of easy to catch fish versus rod and reeling and the difficulty of that. It has its own challenges. The biggest problem, and on the Missouri, we, we can't keep catfish, and I don't really have any interest in that. I just catch them for bait. But the difference for me is I call them trail dikes. You all might call them box dikes. I know I could get go behind a dike fishing for buffalo or something. And I know the ones where blue cats are. You can net them occasionally. You don't want to. You try to avoid them because they're kind of a booger to get out of the net. But I know where they are. The tough thing is I have to wrap my head around is most of those fish laid up in that slack water 
I don't think will bite. Yeah. Maybe other people, maybe people that are better fishermen than me can get them, or there's some way you can get them. So I there's not that many fish out there, and then you have to switch gears to just looking for the active fish, which I think a lot of times is in current, frankly. Um, I think current helps you in many ways. You don't have gar, you don't have the fish you that are out there I think are looking for food a lot of times I I think so it's just that's the difference to me is kind of a different mind it's kind of like you you said about bank poles or trot lines where you're fishing there isn't where Eric's fishing right he's not I mean you don't put trot lines where it's smoking current probably for a good good reason it's just a different game so it's it's definitely different, and um, cold water. I think it's it's different. You know, they're it's a different game too. But for now, yeah, it's it's different. Getting used to that, and commercially, you know, like I said, I just do it for bait, either to sell or to for myself usually. Right. And it's just um, it's cool though. The river, you have no idea what you're gonna catch. It's What's it's the craziest fun. Thing craziest thing i've caught um i think i've caught three or four tagged hackleback sturgeon so not the endangered ones but the shovel nose and they have tags in them they call them spaghetti tags and their um corps of engineers tags them so i've gotten to call in some of those not tell them where they caught it at yeah and then they the cool thing is they they email you back usually. They didn't on this last one. Maybe they're tired of me bothering them. But um, they, they tell you like, oh, this fish was caught at Miami 10 years ago. Yeah, they're really long with fish. So 10 years ago. And that fish didn't, that one that had been caught a long time ago, he didn't grow half an inch. You know, they it was, I don't know, two and a half foot long or something. But they're real long and skinny. But that's probably the wildest thing i have caught the coolest thing i'd say i love catching buffalo that, that's probably they're just a beautiful fish to me and i like to eat them and yeah, i, I clean the first them. time over there with you yeah so it's fun i i like the different fish like for example this tournament we did not do any good but we caught a soft-shelled turtle we caught a flathead we caught a channel cat we caught some baby blues and i just don't think and that's nothing crazy, but I just don't think you would have done that mostly in a, a reservoir. You, yeah. It's more, All you get a lot of the same things most of the time, and on on the river, you, you just never know. I mean, that fish could have been a giant lake sturgeon you all yeah. reeled in, or, Bass or, whatever. or an invasive black carp, or you, you don't know what it is until, until it's in there. So, I mean, it goes to the ocean. You that, that's what I like, the intrigue of it. I don't really notice too many Asians when we were out there, really. Not too many. Not like the last time we were on the river. Yeah, they're, they're still out there, but the Grand is just packed with them. It's terrible. But. Yeah, but even like when we were going down the Grand, I didn't notice too many. Which it could have been because the water was so dang stirred up from all the boats anyway. But Well, I would say Mr. Harmon was driving fast because he was late waiting on you. <laughs> And they don't jump as much, I don't think, if you're going fast. Like, if you're going 5 or 10 mile an hour, they are going to pelt you and really come in your boat. I mean, at Lewis Mill, they're 
terrible. Yeah, but it like if you're going pretty fast, I I don't think they're near as bad. But the only time I see them jump is when I got behind you going back to the boat ramp. Yeah, yeah. That's the only time I see them oh, jump. Gosh, ten mile an hour. Well, there was no rush at that point. <laughs> I, I wasn't planning on taking out. I I thought about pulling over for you all, and then we thought about going around. But we were like, ah, we better not. He's got kids on the boat. Yeah. Finley's like, that's Harmon. I kind of would have liked to win a brown in and hopefully get Doug out the boat, but I feel <laughs> better not with the kids in there. I tell you, I hate to say it because I, I had gotten sick on the boat. Doug did most of the heavy lifting, you know. Really? He, yeah, but you got to have him do that every once in a while. Yeah, you can't. make him make him more this value. Yeah, it's. Uh, I move around a lot, so the person on the anchor kind of gets. Did you have the headache before? You started fishing? Or no, daring. It's just lack of sleep and stress is all always causes mine, and yeah. um, and it was pretty darn hot. It, it was, was very hot, and it, all that. Do you guys have a fan on your boat? Do you bring a fan? No, I don't bring a fan. That was our lifesaver. <laughs> he had one of the Milwaukee job site fans. I saw that in his. He sent me a picture of that big flathead. I, yeah, and he would like have it angled towards him and those bugs were just annihilating me so I'd like reach up there with my foot and kick it towards the middle and then he'd be checking the floor something I'd kick it back towards me and that thing was nice I mean I, I would recommend that for anybody that's going to catfish to invest in one of those things yeah bad, I mean it lasted all night never never went got slower or anything they're nice yeah I try to it seems like the more you're in the current, you get a little more breeze. And if you're in, like, kind of in a gar hole there, the mosquitoes will get you. And, um, but that really wasn't our problem. In fact, I got cool later at night. Um, yeah, I got down to, like, 68 or a little something bit, like that, yeah. 66. With kids on there, I'm not making excuses. You just got to pack so much and think for other yeah. people. It would be, um, but, yeah, a fan would definitely be. Be nice. Be a good investment for sure. For sure. For you guys, especially. Yeah. But like the the bugs was pretty bad, but we didn't really have any trouble with gar. No, not at all. No, we didn't either. Where we were fishing, but your brother, your brother said they were having some trouble with it, didn't he? There were some people that had some trouble with gar the way it sounded. Huh. And we had that turtle, which really was in a spot I did not ever expect to catch a turtle. But you never know, I guess. What'd you think of it? I had fun. Was that your I, first tournament? No, I did one a uh, couple or last month out of Glasgow. And, oh, who did uh, you do that with? Gabe C. We did that. It was actually that was Gabe the, C. Yeah. S E E. Yep. That was the first tournament I had ever done, and he had ever done. And uh, we went pretty far down from Glasgow, and we had one bite that whole tournament. And it was that morning and just missed it. I mean, it didn't really take it. It just kind of bit it once and left it alone. And we moved to a ton of different spots, tried everything we could think of. I mean, but I, I, I don't really, I mean, I know a little bit of what to look for, but I learned a lot from Eric that day on the river. But, and then, uh, but we moved, tried all kinds of stuff. But the way that tournament went, everyone had tr- pro- like problems catching fish that day at the weigh-in. Pretty sure it was a twelve pound twelve pound channel is what got first. And is that the one Bobby Copas won? With twelve pound channel. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And Bobby's a good fisherman, but yeah, that's yep. very rough conditions. Yeah. 
I, I mean, a lot of people had zeros up there. Some people, I mean, a lot of people didn't even weigh. So Gabe C. had enough of that and didn't enter this one. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yep. Did you ask him to do this tournament? No, actually, he, I didn't even, I knew they always did one out of Brunswick about this time, and but I didn't think nothing of it. I'm just going to go on, and Josiah called me, he was like, hey, you're doing that tournament. I was like, okay. Sounds good to me. Am I supposed to sound like a bully? <laughs> We know you, you bully many people. <laughs> so, well, that's good. So you may do another one then someday. Yeah, I'd like to. Well, cool. Yeah. We gave Eric one of the plaques and then made a joke flip for the other plaque. Well, maybe you all could do it like a timeshare. Like one of you could have it. <laughs> like our, my traveling fantasy football trophy. Yeah, you could. Notice it's up there. Talking to the, also champion fantasy football. Fantasy football. He's a fantasy football champion, and now he's a West Johnson Memorial 2023 champion. So, all right. Well, until next time, I guess we'll wrap it up. Eric is also being pretty humble. I got to throw this in there. He taught us both a pile. Yeah. You know, he may not think it, but honestly, I I learned a lot. Yeah, me too. Official there. Just throw that out. Yeah, Eric's a very good fisherman. He won't talk very much here, but he's he does it and knows knows what's going on. Been lucky a few times here lately. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you didn't tear up any equipment, so that's that's nope. the main thing. Nothing broke. I don't think we broke anything, did we? We did hit a rock when we were moving. We didn't break anything, but we did hit a rock when we were moving. Uh, at the boat ramp. At the boat ramp. At the boat Luck, oh, I will throw this in there. Luckily, uh, Chode won that fishing string, fishing line, at the giveaways or wherever because he had to give that back to Eric too many times. He got snagged. <laughs> so, did you all win anything at the door prize? I was not fishing string. I didn't, yeah. yeah, I didn't win anything. The boys both won something, so I thought that was pretty cool because even if you can't win, if you go home with a little something, yeah, lessens a sting. We went home with enough. We we're we we're pretty thrilled. Yeah. Finley got a knife, big fillet knife, so that <laughs> Jen was thrilled. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to show him some of my scars on my fingers. Not, yeah. <laughs> well, they, our youngest cut himself the other day. I said, well, you can cut things just like, I was trying to show him how, you know, well, then he kind of cut his hand. Yeah, that's your fault. It is my fault. Uh, it is my, I'm an idiot, so. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll wrap up there. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, congratulations. Thanks again to Eric and Josiah and Trevor for taking their time, their evening really, to do the interview. And one mistake I had is we just were talking fishing after I stopped the recording for probably an hour or two. And I really think that was a better part of uh, part of the evening. I should have kept the recording going through all that as we were just talking fishing. I thought it was way more interesting than the rest, so I will learn my lesson and just keep the recording going with the angler's consent, of course. But I, I think that would have been really cool, and I, I was kicking myself on the way home, like, why didn't I have that part recording? Such is life. As far as this weekend, I saw quite a few people out on the river Friday and yesterday, Saturday, the water as of yesterday was 81.3 pounds. We saw one boat fighting 
for over an hour only to lose the fish. It, it looked like it was going to be a very large, large item, and they did not come up with that out of Brunswick on the first bend going down river. So really unfortunate for them. I think they were really bummed out. Water temperature was about 81.3 degrees on my fish finder yesterday. So it really hadn't warmed up too much from the previous week. It, it's been just a little bit north of 80. And looking ahead to the calendar, oh, I would say that there were several real nice fish caught this weekend on, on set lines, but there were a lot of hooks on the water. There's two or three parties that had boats full. They, they had a lot of hooks in the water and, and they were catching a few fish. Saw a few other people catching a few fish. Nothing, nothing wild, nothing um, make you say, ah, I wish, wish I'd been out there, but there are a few people catching some fish out there. Steady is how I would describe it. Looking ahead, the July 29th through July morning of July 30th, the Central Missouri Catfish Tournament, Norin Access, Jeff City. This is one people have been fishing for the last several weeks. They're getting ready for, I think this will be a real turning point in the tournament series, the points race. This is one a lot of people have circled on their calendar. And if you want to test yourself, I think there are a lot of good anglers gearing up for this. On August 1st through the 4th, the annual 18th annual MR340 race is going on on the Missouri River. Now, what does this mean for you? It is a race from Kansas City almost to St. Louis, 340 river miles, hence the name MR340. It goes night and day on the river. And when the bulk, so the real fast kayaks, stand-up paddleboards, contraptions, they're up front and they'll increase their distance from the pack because they're going really fast day and night until it's done. You'll get a few of those will not affect your fishing or the boat ramp really at all. But if you get caught in the bulk of these kayaks, canoes, floating vessels, the bulk of them are, are kind of booked up and it's very hard to safely fish for just a little while. And it's during the week. It does not affect most people. The good folks at Macy's Fish and Finds last year ran into them, the Stovers. Last year, they came down to Brunswick because they were fishing around upriver and they, they'd come all the way down to Brunswick to, to get out of all those uh kayaking people so it's good to see them last year and they, they had caught a few fish so i would just plan if you're doing a fishing trip during the week to plan accordingly and like us i took some people out to watch the kayakers the the racers last year because i think it's a cool event that it's during the week a few few days out of the year they kind of congest a boat ramp but other than that it's pretty harmless and it's it's cool to see other people interested in the river and a lot of those people 
have good jobs or politically connected, they can help protect the river, protect access for all of us. And that's always a good thing. On September 16th, the Missouri River Relief is having their Weldon Spring, Missouri, their river cleanup. And on August 19th through the 20th, that is Central Missouri Catfish Tournament at Stump Island, Glasgow. $500 entry, three fish weigh-in. It's a high-stakes tournament. So three fish, lots of good fishermen will be there. That is one to circle. Maybe you can get some friends together. Try your luck out there. September 9th and 10th, Central Missouri Catfish Tournament, Waverly. That's at the Waverly Boat Ramp. That's a traditional $160 entry fee tournament there. On October 7th is the Missouri River Relief Race to the Dome. That's a short little day race down to Jeff City. Just if you're in that area on October 7th, you might keep out, keep everybody safe. On October 21st, 2023, that is the Franklin Island Tournament. That is a day tournament. And this is one that's had really tough fishing in the past at times and then pretty decent fishing. So it's October 21st. There's always a lot of flatheads caught that time of year. And it is, it's a fun tournament. That's a challenging time. And then... On that same day in Glasgow, the Missouri River Relief is having their river cleanup. And then finally, the tournament series wraps up on November 26th at Stump Island in Glasgow. This is weather permitting a really, this will be some nice big weigh-ins on November 26th. So looking ahead to all that. Again, our contact information is Missouri Catfish Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks to Easy Clips for being a sponsor of this Benthic broadcast. If you would like to be a sponsor or would like in on the fun, just email us, message on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Please keep sending in your articles, interesting things, fishing expeditions, things you did wrong. We'd love to hear about it so everybody can learn and grow and, and keep this thing going. Until next time, tight lines. I was born by a river in a little tent. Oh, and just like